Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. No one is funnier than you. People laugh just thinking about the things you've said. I'm laughing at one of them right now. Coworkers repeat your jokes at the office, but they're never as good as when you tell them and shame on them for trying. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better knowing you could save when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Although I'm sure you'd have a funnier way to say that. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. So Rishi, I don't know if uh, we are sad or we are happy in this podcast. I'm still choosing a mood for us for the podcast. Actually, I'm thinking we're both tired and we're both sleepy. Is that because the race ended really late last night and you were celebrating Vettel's <laughs> win? No, I was actually moaning over Michael Schumacher not being around anymore. I, I, and there's nothing you're going to say about <laughs> Fernando Alonso, is it? <laughs> no, actually, Fernando, the look in his eyes, this said everything. He was destroyed. He was like, what on earth am I supposed to do to win this title? I am going to disagree on whatever you're going to say today. <laughs> and I'm promising you this is going to be a cat fight today. I have my armor on, buddy. <laughs> All right, that is Kunal Shah with his armor on. I'm Rishi Kapoor with my headphones on. And we both bring you, I think, the it's not the final podcast for the year, but the final race review for the year. And what a race. I love the track. Interlagos. Mwah. I love the track and there's another guy who loves the track more than us by the name of Nico Hulkenberg. <laughs> he was splendid in 2010 in he qualifying. Was brilliant. Yesterday he was outstanding in the race. Fantabulous in both wet and drying conditions. He was just outpacing everybody. Very mature. Except that one underbreaking area where... Uh, 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 well, well, uh, well, well, well. Let's, let's get it straight. Drivers are allowed to make mistakes, especially in these mixed conditions. And he made a slight one, okay... And I think he was penalized in a very unfair manner. I will agree to that. That is the only point I'm going to agree. <laughs> I am a total Indian. I am a fan of that team. I am a fan of Nico Hulkenberg. I think McLaren should have picked him up instead of Sergio, who actually messed his race. And I am not going to go into where he should have been. I really wished he would have stayed with Sahara Force <laughs> India. But yes, what a drive. And had it not been for that safety car period, which was probably not needed, and for the drive-through penalty, which also was not needed. Uh-huh. We would have seen a Nico Hulkenberg possibly winning a race for Sahara Force India. That would have been killer. That would have been the best farewell. But let me please tell you, the best welcome to Formula 1 is being one man. Kimi Raikkonen. He just gets better every day, doesn't he? He is Mr. Entertainment. You know, when we get into a wrong lane and we suddenly realize it's a no entry and we've got to take a U-turn somewhere. <laughs> I, I I would have loved to hear the radio. Radio. Uh, I know you said this, but you know, India, how we stop saying, Are, bhai, ye, ye, kidare, ye, Achha, U-turn He probably did exactly that in a language that probably he and his engineer understand, okay? But uh, it was hilarious to see him do it. I, outstanding. Only a Kimi Raikkonen can do that. And only a Hulkenberg could have raced like that. And only Ketram could have got the better of Marusha. Marusha could have got the better of Ketram. Yes, it was literally left down till the very last lap for it to happen. Vitaly Petrov almost missed the points by I think oh, six and a half seconds or something. And even better, he finished 11th, so Ketaram is back to 10th, Marusha is back to 11th. But what a fight between those two. That is 30 millions you're talking about, 30 million. I won't necessarily comment on those numbers, <laughs> but yes, there are lots of millions of dollars for that coveted 10th place. Okay, lots of millions of dollars went into a championship fight. Lots of millions of researches and hearts and prayers went into Alonso and Vettel and one man came outstanding the champion. 
This is where the cat fight starts. Ladies and gentlemen, Kunal <laughs> is in one side of the ring. I'm on the other side of the ring. Who was the worthy winner? Who do you think should have been champion? Before we get there, yes. you know, I was writing some column last night. And, yes. Uh, it was for AutoX, which of course we also podcast for. Yes. Okay. And I, I asked the question. I said in 2009, when Button won the world championship, we all asked, is he worthy? Because of the double diffuser car. In 2007, when Kimi won it by one point in Brazil, again, we said, is he worthy? The good thing is we are asking that same question again, which means we've had some fantastic racing this year, which also means that a lot of drivers think that there are possible multiple world champions on the grid, okay, which we all know was between Alonso and Vettel. Yes. So we were really lucky that we didn't have a repeat of 2011 where Vettel walked away with everything else, <laughs> okay. But uh, you know, for the fact that we had two guys fighting tooth and nail till the very last lap of the Grand Prix, this Grand Prix, legendary Grand Prix, because of changing conditions. But I'm going to tell you something. Everybody, everybody, including you, thinks Alonso should have been the champion. I am going to disagree. Because yesterday, I think Alonso was the luckiest man on, on the planet. Yesterday, what could go wrong with Vettel did go wrong. First lap incidents. And let me complete. Uh, 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 thank you to Kimi Raikkonen for not getting into his suspension. Yes. Uh, uh, secondly, uh, he had a mistimed pit stop, miscalled pit stop. His second pit stop was actually 12 seconds. And he didn't have a working radio, so he didn't know when to pit. Most of all, he had to come through the, uh, the entire field twice and he did that. And still after that, he did not get any major help from Mark Webber. Like what Massa was doing for Alonso, he was literally blocking everybody like some police avaldar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I agree uh, that Vettel charged through the grid. He had his own. But, you know, I think he was a bundle of nerves yesterday. That opening lap sequence, those first three corners, probably were, you know, he just didn't know what he was doing. He, he, he drove into Bruno Senna and he was lucky for... Coming unscathed, okay. But I must tell you, it was the accident, and I'm talking from a psychological point of view. It was that accident that probably woke Vettel up and said, "Dude, if I am supposed to win the third world title, I have to, I have to get up and start driving." Okay, <laughs> I feared for the worst. I said, "That's it, game over." And I must tell you, while I was supporting Alonso, I didn't want the championship to be decided by one guy getting rammed out. So I'm very glad that he continued. Okay, but having said that, if you think Alonso was lucky, Vettel was luckier. Okay. He rammed into three people almost. He had bits and pieces flying off his floor. He had the wrong strategy, etc., etc. But why were they getting it all wrong? That's my first question. They had no business to get it all wrong. Yes, yes. And and somebody who actually got it all wrong was Mark Weber. He should have been challenging for the win. I don't know what that man was doing. And Massa, unlucky, he he's Alonso's teammate or else he would have won yesterday. I think he was in tremendous Yes, Massa could have won as well. He has shown tremendous pace. I loved seeing that emotional driver on the podium. Just goes to show they're humans as well. They're not robots driving cars with a helmet on. Uh, we have uh, a triple champion. He's only 25 years old. So that's 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 really, really remarkable to be That's seen. younger than you, not younger than me though, Rishi. <laughs> I just want to tell you guys, our waist and our ages are of different sizes and in both Kunal is a senior to me. <laughs> so is he in Formula 1? Alright, Hamilton's departure, emotional departure, he would like to end on the podium. Jensen said it would have been good to have him up, wasn't the case. I was a little surprised he called Hulkenberg inexperienced. It's not that Hulkenberg has been doing what Grosjean and Maldonado have been doing all Correct. season. Correct. But I'm guessing it was in the heat of the moment. Uh, the team tweeted a picture of both of them, you know, Talking it out after the race, it was pretty good. I'm guessing they'll all go racing again next year. Yeah, a lot of those pictures are going to be happening with uh, Lewis and Mercedes because 
let's face it mostly is not at the other end of the <laughs> so there's more chances of him ending up in pastor maldonado's backside <laughs> alright before we end this vlog i uh, have to congratulate button brilliant drive yesterday very controlled uh, very very nicely measured drive that's what button has done but i'm going to do a question over here and and i'm sure we're both going to have a different opinion on it we both have a different opinion on who should have been the champion but now is the question that i want to ask you who is your driver of the season i'll tell you what we're going to have this in the next week podcast okay we let people come in with their votes right. and their words i almost know who they're going to select as the best driver okay you'll not probably be the happiest with that <laughs> but let me tell you we'll also do a poll of which is the best team on the grid and yes lots of that is going to happen michael schumacher he's my alma mater he's my god and he's not going to be around there's going to be a special podcast about what he has done in his second innings in formula 1 yes i know you're going to end the link here but last question i'm also curious to ask our fans yes. and ask the readers and yes. listeners yes who in their opinion was the best sponsor on the grid as well best sponsor on the grid that'll be some fun to see what kind of answers the one who gets the girls with the shortest amount of clothes <laughs> that's my man <laughs> Kunal, <laughs> Pamela Wal is gone, man. <laughs> and we're laughing, shameless. Average weight loss fifteen point four pounds in first two months. For guarantee, cancel within first fourteen days. Discount with two months of auto delivery. Food charge and shipped every four weeks. Call or see website for details. Do you want to lose eighteen pounds fast and improve your health? Now you can lose up to eighteen pounds in your first two months with Nutrisystem. Get delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, even snacks and shakes delivered safely to your door. All delivered for free. It's easy to follow, and you'll see results in your first week. Just text body to thirty two thirty two thirty two. You'll get your favorite foods. made healthier and perfectly balanced to put your body in fat burning mode. Text body to 323232 right now and get 50% off a month of meals and shakes. That's right. 50% off a month of meals and 50% off a month of shakes with probiotics to help support your immune system. Just text body to 323232 right now. There's even a money back guarantee. Millions of people have lost weight with Nutrisystem and you can too. Lose up to 18 pounds in your first 2 months. Just text body to 323232. That's B O D Y to 323232. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out.